Yo, so guess what I'm doing with Kev in the next couple like weeks or whatever that I'm so excited for. What? Kevin and I will be building a computer together. Oh, are you serious? Yes. We've been going back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me about this, actually. We've been going back and forth about this for like months. And we were trying to find the right pricing. And today I took the monitor and the keyboard out of his pricing because, or not the monitor, the mouse and the keyboard, because he has both of those. He was like, Mm -hmm. take the monitor out too. I don't want to pay for that. I was like, Kevin, there's no point in building you a computer like this if you don't have a monitor that can support it. And he was like, all right, fair. So we're at like 1200 bucks. And for all of our non-computer viewers out here, this is going to sound very, very, very gibberishy. But 3060 graphics card, budget RAM, budget storage, budget case, decent power supply, the whole shebang. He has a very mid overall computer. Like it, it, it will do very well, but it's like mid in terms of specs for like a very high like gaming computer. Dude, I'm so excited though to like build it with him kevin's gonna be like what are you doing how does this work just gonna be confused like kevin's literally gonna sit there with a thumb in his ass and be like wait what's happening he said to me he's like yo i'm like really excited to come over and in quotes in the text help you build the computer because like kevin doesn't know shit i might let him put the processor in Uh, let him put one piece in let let, let him screw in a screw Oh, I might let him put in the SSD. That's really yeah, hard to say, break. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, don't let him put in the RAM. <laughs> I'm not letting him put in the RAM, and I'm not letting him put in the graphics card. Not no. happening. Fuck no. I wouldn't let Kevin go near like <laughs> my laptop in terms of that. So yeah. But like, I don't know. I think it's gonna be really, really, really exciting. It's gonna be a sick computer. It's gonna be a fun time. Uh, I can't wait until we do the exact same thing with some crazy shit. Well, yeah, but when we do the exact same thing, Carl, it's going to be a behemoth. Yeah, exactly. You're going to build a monster. Yeah, I'm building something that's lasting like eight years minimum. I mean, you might want to wait for the 40 series. When does it come out? November? I don't know. I saw a Carter PC's video where he said next month, which like he was like, I probably shouldn't have said that. Yeah. So November and I'm getting everything around Black Friday. So and and Ethereum is changing. So like they're changing to a proof of stock instead of proof of work. So GPU mining is going to basically for Ethereum, at least like shit the bed. Mm hmm. So I don't think there's going to be another like GPU craze. So I actually think you might be able to get your hands on one. Okay. If I can potentially get a 4000 series, I'm going to shit on everyone now. I will hate you so much. I will be so mad building that thing for you. I'm not even going to want to talk about it. Me and you are literally going to sit there and I'm going to be like putting in the final screw and you're just going to literally like. Pretend and I'm going to be standing there with a hammer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, or, or I'll just be like, all right, Carl, and give you my computer and take yours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just be like, uh, we're trading. Like, I don't know if you knew. Yeah, that, yeah no. that's your that's your build fee that that's going to be your build fee. Deal with it.
Hey yo, welcome back to the High Kicks Podcast. What is How good? we doing? Finger guns, finger guns, finger guns. So for everybody listening at home, Carl just said finger guns. He did not do them on camera. There's the finger gun. You're not. Hey, there, away there, with there's that. one of them. Screw it. Like we're we're we. I've done it every single time. Every time. I mean, fair, but you didn't do it then, so I ha- I had to make sure it happened. I know, I know. I was just looking at some stats, but yeah, no. Yeah. So, uh, welcome back. We're uh back again. I I know you guys hate listening to us, so uh, we'll we'll and uh, and uh, we're a little bit inconsistent lately. But, you know, the only thing consistent about the High Kicks podcast is recording at 2 a.m. Yes, that is entirely true. If you guys didn't know this, we record this podcast probably later than most of you even think about staying up. And weirdly enough, today, Carl got off work at like 11. Yeah. Like, we've just been. It's starting to be slow season now, so I'm going to start getting off earlier. Yeah, but we've been screwing around now for like three hours. Yeah. We could, we could have recorded at 11. We but played some Apex. Didn't go well. Time. We played some Rocket League. Went quite well. Ran into a supersonic legend. Not fun. Yeah, a kid. Not fun. Okay, Ro- Rocket League talk real quick. A kid hit a flip reset double tap on us, which is like the equivalent of like hitting like a double bicycle on someone. Nah, it's like it's high key. Like if somebody was at the top of the box and they intentionally played the ball off the crossbar and then jumped over everybody and scored. Yeah, exactly. And then not did fair. a header not over fair. everyone. Not fair. So, but speaking of not fair, we're going to go a little bit out of order with this because we're just, I'm going to just go into this game. It's the, First thing on my mind, Erling Holland is not fair. All right, we're getting into this. All right, yeah, let's start off. Um, so the it's Derby just, did not go well. It's just, I mean, people were leaving at halftime, understandably. The Derby it did was, not go well. It was 4 0 within 37 ish minutes, I think, 40 minutes. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was 4 0 within 45 minutes. Um, Man United scored three consolation goals. One of them looked really cool. One of them was filthy. Yes. And one so, of them was a genuine goal. Like, but like the other two were complete consolations. Like I, I have seen, congrats, I have but. seen so many things like Holland and De Bruyne are going to go down as the best duo in Premier League history. That's not going to be the duo that's going to go down as the best duo in Premier League history. Not at all. If there's a duo on that city team, Foden and Holland. It's Foden and Holland. I mean, so Foden and Holland both scored hat tricks. Yep. Holland had two of the assists on Foden goals. Yep. Which is and not also, usually in the billing. I mean, Erling Holland is tied for fourth in the Premier League for assists. And he also, like, both of the. Like assists were legitimate. It's not like he's just like playing a ball like to an open man every single time where like no, no one's that, there. That ball, that his first assist in the forty fourth, that ball mm-hmm. was immaculate. Immaculate. That's what I'm talking about. Like man is very legitimate as a threat. And yes. um Well he he's he's the scariest goal scorer on the planet. We were talking before this, before like trying to plan out the show. Yeah. And we were talking like the true difference between like 
a Holland, a Benzema, a Lewandowski. Lewandowski mm-hmm. and Benzema are. Oh better. wait, wait, wait! I, I think you're jumping into this a little too quick. Let, let, let me let me say something before we start breaking this down because Holland still has 14 goals in the Premier League. This man Good. has 14 goals. He has three hat tricks within in a row. eight games. In a row, within I think eight it's, games. I think though. it's in a row. I'm pretty sure it's in a row. Like I'm pretty sure you are right with that. But within eight games, the fastest player to three hat tricks in the Premier League was 45 games. 48, Michael Owen. Yeah, and Ronaldo did it in like 88. I think Ronaldo did it in like six. No, he did maybe in 80 something. It like it's just the fact that these players. Holland did it in eight. Another hold on, another yeah. comparison stat for Ronaldo, just to show how, like Cristiano Ronaldo, the greatest goal scorer in the history of the UEFA Champions League. Yes, it took him sixty three games to yep. score twenty five Champions League goals. Yep, took Holland twenty one. This man is a fucking legend. So, moving on, like despite like him being so prominent with everything. I think it's a little thing. It's a little bizarre to just sort of jump the gun and be like, oh, yeah, he's obviously like the best player in the world or something of the sort. Like, that's obviously not going to be our argument. Like, I I could hear it for certain people. Like, the man is like the most legitimate goal scoring threat that I have ever seen. Like, he literally pretty much looks like R9 Ronaldo, like when he's in front of goal. But, yes. like, it, it, it's not because he's creating, like, the chances. It's just because of his finishing and well, he not his dribbling. Well, he chances for others but, rather well, but... Yes. Holland is amazing. He he is revolutionary, but, like, I want to get into, he's not the best player on the City team, and he's not the best player in the world, despite him setting these records. One day he could be. One day mm-hmm. he more than genuinely could be. Don't get me wrong. Like, and by the way, ha- this is this is our opinions. Like, we're not saying like this is an objective fact. Exactly, because I'll I'll listen to arguments saying that Holland is the best player in the Premier League. Hit us right up now. on Instagram. Join our Discord server if you want to talk with us. You know, you have to give it to KDB over Holland right now, just because As of a the pure way that footballer. Yes, exactly, exactly. We're talking pure footballer. I mean, and I would when- inter. In terms yeah. of all-around footballing ability, Benzema, Lewandowski. Holland's top 10. Holland's probably top 10. Oh, yeah. But I think I mean, the main even, thing is that even Harry Benzema Kane is a more well-rounded player than Holland. I would still take Holland. Exactly. I would take Holland but, any day of the week. Holland is literally so much younger than Harry Kane, and yeah. he will one day be breaking crazy records and still is breaking crazy records. But my more, the more important point is, is that he can't create his own chances like that. So like he when can, you s- just not as well. And it's we, mostly, we, we've seen it. We've seen it. And during yeah. his Dortmund days, he created chances for himself. He scored it's mostly a through goals very for, dominant runs and such, though. I would it's say straightforward runs and using his speed and his strength to create separation and to get a shot mm-hmm. off. But he can shoot with his weak foot. He, he can do a lot of things like I'm not. I don't want to not trying. We're not I, trying I'm to not knock knocking him. him. We're just trying to say that. 
there's more well-rounded players out there. Yes. But there's no other striker that I would rather have on this Manchester City side. There's no striker in the world that I would rather have right now. Period? Period, pretty much. And pretty much any, like, like... Very, le- very legitimate Champions League level like attacking side. Manchester United is in that conversation. Spurs is in that conversation. Arsenal is in that conversation. Like the list goes on. Barcelona, like Real, like these sides who can like feed a striker like any which way that they pretty much want to. It if Holland is that striker, he's going to be scoring the most goals of any of the options. Fair. So, of course, I would want Holland, but like until he fully develops his game and such, like I, it, there, there's still so much that he can do despite him doing all the these record breakings and all these impressive uh-huh. stats. Um, if he he's can develop like, a dribble, he's like very nine similar. goals off of the golden boot score from last year. Yeah, it's been eight games. The fact it's that been he eight has, games, he has fourteen goals in eight games. That's not okay. No, not at all. And like, just to switch to the other side here, like, one, why wasn't Casemiro on the field for United? Not that it would have made a difference. <laughs> Two, I feel for De Gea. Like, he he didn't make very many mistakes. They just got smoked. Yeah. Like, I've been been there as a goalkeeper. It's not fun. I think something really evident that uh, one of my coworkers actually brought up, too, when I was talking to him about the game was um, the fact that Varane sort of seems that, like, despite him being such a prominent center back in the Premier League and being such a dominant force on the ball, um, man has lost a step since Real. Like, he is not the exact same Real Varane that we have seen. Of course, like, Ramos wasn't the same. Like, Varane's not the same. Papa like, Perez keeps players and only decides to sell them when, when it's time. Yes. I think Casemiro yes. has probably lost a step from the Casemiro that we're used to. Yes. If Casemiro hadn't lost a step, Perez He'd wouldn't still have sold be, him. Yes. That's what I mean. Like, it, it's just, the you can player... obviously see that Varane has left a step lost a slight step not significant but enough where it makes a significant margin on a team like manchester united that has so many defensive flaws yeah i mean the only player that left that hadn't really lost a step was cristiano ronaldo yeah because like cristiano ronaldo and when ronaldo says i want a new challenge you let ronaldo get a new challenge you know what i mean exactly he's one of those players where you give him the respect to just let him move on yeah um exactly but but no entirely like in in terms of manchester united we we got smacked i i don't want to like push on beyond that we got completely dominated we scored consolation goals but i think this is an optimistic thing for us despite losing 6-3 like we can still really improve a lot like tin hog has really shown an optimistic side to losing like this Rather than when we're playing with 
most of our other managers, it's just although hey. although Casemiro, the the downsides to Ten Hag is on this match at least. Casemiro yes. should have been in the starting lineup. Yes, I understand Cristiano Ronaldo not being there. I've seen so yes. many things online that are like Ronaldo should have been there in a match like this. Cristiano Ronaldo cannot press. He cannot get back and defend anymore, and it's not a knock on him. He's 37. He's had a bunch of knee injuries. Like he's a he's one he's of the not, best goal scorers in the world. Don't get me wrong. Like year in and year out, he's in that conversation. But it's just but the fact that in he that doesn't match or this system. Well, he can work for the system in certain matches. For that match, he does not work for the system. Fuck no. Imagine Ronaldo having to press back against, like, anyone in Manchester City's midfield. No. No. Like, I I just don't see that boding well for him. He's just sitting there sort of getting dominated by, like, younger players. And it's not a matter of, like, oh, yeah, like, he's too old for it. But it's a matter of you're, like, you're still dominant, but you need to focus on different areas rather yeah. than being all around yeah uh, yeah I, I i feel like that's actually a perfect area to move on to liverpool real quick they drew brighton 3-3 that all was right, a shut up surprise. shut up i'm going i'm going i'm going on a rant i'm going on a rant i don't care about the rest of the game I am no, going. no, I, I, I think this leads perfectly into it does. your rant. It does, it does, but I need you to shut up. I'm going on a rant. Trent Alexander-Arnold needs to be in the motherfucking midfield. I'm sorry Gross. about my language. I'm sorry about Carl. Shut your mouth. I, I just like it's not even for the reasons that everybody thinks. I mean, I understand he's a subpar defender, but watching him against Brighton. The dude is all over the pitch. He's on the right side. He's on the left side. He'll be up in a left wing position. Like he's playing a box to box midfielder. And then by the time he's back at right back, he's dead. Like I just don't get it. We just bought a right back in Calvin Ramsey. We can put Calvin Ramsey there. We're missing a creative, attacking minded box to box midfielder. Why the fuck isn't Klopp putting Trent there? I don't get it. I don't get the notion that he's a right back. He should play right back. The dude grew up as a defender. Or not a defender, sorry. The dude grew up as a CDM. He's a midfielder. That's the position he always had. He started playing right back when he got called up because that's where they could put him. But... He's not a damn right back. He can't defend to save his life. I have been defending him on that for years and years and years and years. And, and he he got more physical like last year, like a little bit. And like he started bulking up a little bit and such. A little, but yeah. He, but now I think the main thing is, is that he's tiring himself out like you were going to. Like the main thing is like he's running. Well, and the main thing the is that other t- other teams are exploiting it. They know he's getting tired. They know he's a subpar exactly. defender. Exactly. They're just going at him. Leandro exactly. Trossard ate him for fucking lunch last weekend. Like I just That's- I don't. I don't get it. And Klopp being so resistant to it. Klopp's a great manager, but Jordan Henderson has lost a step. So Jordan Henderson is definitely not the same player he was a season two years ago. ago. Or even two years ago. Last year, it seemed like he'd lost a step too. La- but, last year, but he was still like 
competent Good. enough to yeah. like fill in like the holes like this season like throw, it's the entire step loss throw henderson on the damn bench give somebody else the captain's armband give calvin ramsey a shot at right back and if calvin ramsey doesn't work out at right back put in joe gomez he can play there and do a damn midfield of fabinho tiago and trent yeah like i mean the fuck you all right so your main issue right now so Mane was a lot of creation within your entire team he was able to push forward push back I think I think Luis Diaz can make up for the creation. I just think the no. chemistry there, hold on, in terms of the goal scoring, I watch them more than you do. His I think Luis Diaz is a more pure goal scorer. I think he's he can make up for it eventually. It took yes. Mane a little bit of time at Liverpool to become the Mane that we know. I think yes. it's going to take Diaz a little bit of time to be able to replicate that success. We live in a world where it's you have to replicate everything immediately and immediately, and that's just not how it's going to work. So He's electric. He's great to exactly. watch. And I'm sorry I keep cutting you off, but I'm pissed off about my team, and I'm fucking ranting. You're completely fine. So the main thing is, is that you have three very striking options right now, though. Like Luis Diaz does not have the current playmaking capabilities that Mane did have. He has every he has everything except for that final pass. Exactly. Like I completely agree with you there. I completely agree with you. I'm not trying to say anything but yes, because with um Salah being on the end of everything like Salah's trying to be on the end and it's just not working out like of course Salah sort of seems a little off this season but guess what he's not having the open balls the same way because they know that Luis Diaz is missing that pass at the end so Luis Diaz is having to take those chances by himself and then of course you have Darwin Nunez up top but Darwin Nunez is more of a natural goal scorer so you have Salah Nunez's first touch is dog shit yes he's another one i think he'll develop i i I think he's gonna be one day one of the better players in the prem don't get me wrong but i think it's players maybe not goal scorers yes and there's a difference no i think he could genuinely be one of the best players like he's young Uh, enough where he could develop he's like 23 i thought he was younger than that i thought he was like 21 i think he's 23 if he's older than no, like he he will be one of the best goal scorers, but like he won't be a Vlahovic or like. But no, like with Darwin, Darwin Nunez, Nunez, yeah, Darwin Nunez is twenty three. He turns twenty four in January. All right, so maybe maybe hesitant on that. He, I truly believe he will be one of the best goal scorers in the Premier League. Don't get me At wrong. At some point. But I think the main thing is you need like the facilitation right now. What you're talking about with Trent have it. is exactly what they need. Of course, they won't do that because they're like, bro, fucking Andy's not even playing right now. Andy's, well, Andy's not hurt. even playing. I he's know, hurt. but like, even when he's on the pitch, well, like, Andy's you know what getting, I'm talking about? He's getting up there in age. I think it's kind of becoming a matter of time until. Costas Samikas eventually overtakes him. I'm not I completely saying by agree matter, with you. By a matter of time, I mean like the next two years. I don't mean this season. Oh, I completely agree with you. But the main thing is, is that fucking he just when he's on the pitch on the other side of Trent, when he's seeming off 
and Trent is having to run around like a fucking madman. And then you have Van Dyke trying to make up for like three defenders. And then your other defender. Speaking of that, not even not even Van Dyke making up. Leandro Trissard scored his hat trick goal tonight because Van Dyke whiffed a clearance. Yeah. When's the last time you saw Virgil Van Dyke whiff a clearance? So Van Dyke's off one foot. Like I was talking about that with coworkers as well. Like he he seems to have lost footing. And then I I, I think the main thing is though, it's because Kanate and Gomez and all these other players who are supposed to be. Kanate's been out like all season. Exactly. They're supposed to be there. Matip. Joel Matip has been the best defender on Liverpool this season, bar none. Yeah, and it's bizarre to say, but yeah. Joel Matip is, by the way, one of the most underrated and best free signings in recent Premier League memory. Free signings. He was from the Bundesliga? Or Southampton? I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember. He's a free signing. He was like one or the other. But no, Matip was nuts. I think the main thing, though, like with the entire system, I think... Van Dyke's super frustrated with what's currently happening. Allison's getting scored on because of that because it's like he Allison's... came from Schalke. Oh, okay, yeah. Allison is still one of the best like goalkeepers in the world. You have like a a very we, solid. We, we should have lost to Brighton like six three. Yeah, maybe more. Yeah, but like the main thing is is that if you have Van Dyke who lost a step because of injury, having to make up. Like, Matip is playing well. Don't get me wrong. But he's not making up for fucking two wingers. Like, two. He's not making up for a right back and a left back. And then, like, Fabinho is running the entire midfield. Yeah, I just, like, I love Jurgen Klopp. And I have loved everything he has done with Liverpool. His reluctance... To give Trent a chance in midfield. Let him follow the Stevie G path. Let I just him follow really the wanted... Kimmich pass. Like path. Yeah, that's like, the main thing. Like, I, I like, think in, right in recent memory. Midfielder. In recent memory, Kimmich is the most accurate um comparison to Trent. And it's I don't just... agree with that actually. I do think it's more of a Stevie G because Kimmich is still a defensive stalwart. He's a pure CDM. I think Trent is a more, hear me out. He's very attacking, whatever, but he's still more of a, and you're a Bayern fan. Correct me if I'm wrong. I view him as more of a CDM. He he is a CDM who can get forward and really integrate himself. I view Trent as a box to box midfielder who will slightly be able to defend, but he will be pacey and all over the place and on top of everybody i i get what you mean by that and he's he's still gonna be once he's in the midfield or if he's in the midfield he'll be he's a little different he's a little different than kimmich because kimmich will be able to get back every possession and still be like pressing on your man just being like playing i think trent could be like a fucking lampard i don't know about the goal scoring but like have you seen the way trent alexander arnold could shoot the ball no shit no shit, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. But, like, what I'm saying is I think, like, Jude Bellingham is more of a Frank Lampard because of the natural shot. 
Like I, I think I, Trent. I think Trent has a more natural shot. Trent is, in terms of war, from what I've read and from what I've seen, Trent Alexander-Arnold has one of the most natural and cleanest ball strikes of anyone in the world. I would say on, I, I would I would say it works, and uh, he could low-key be like David Beckham or some bullshit. Mm, yeah. But like I, I could I could see Trent Less being like exactly exactly like David Beckham low-key. But like I mean, a little, already... a little more box to box than him. Like yeah. he would be more of a midfield like Beckham because of the way that he crosses in and everything. Like Everay, mm-hmm. like that, like his crosses already like remind me a little bit of that. But it's just sort of like a little bit overhyped, but still one of the best in the world. Yeah. I just it's it, it's it's rough. It's rough. It's rough. Yeah. North London let, Derby though, because I don't want to be upset anymore. Yeah. <laughs> let, let's move on. Arsenal. Um. Spurs. Goddamn they're Arsenal. So, they're so good. Goddamn Arsenal. They're so good, and you know when we talk about what we're predicting later, I'm gonna pick Liverpool to beat them, but I don't think they're gonna. But I'm gonna do it because I have to. We um, all thought. We all sat here, or me, you, and Val at least. No, like Val not, picked no. Val picked Arsenal. Are you serious? Yeah, Val picked Arsenal two one. I picked Spurs. Fucking like I thought they were gonna dig him. Yeah, I picked Spurs also. I mean, I just first off, the Emerson Royale red card was malicious. Yes, he didn't slide in, but stepping in that high on somebody's ankle from behind studs. I understand the announcers were like. That could have been a yellow card. I understand how it could have been a yellow card, but I also understand how it could have been a red. Exactly. Like, like there was there were enough challenges throughout the game that made it a red. That but that's our Arsenal Arsenal out possessed them. Thomas Party's goal, unbelievable. They deserve Gabriel to Jesus win. has been a revelation. Yeah. Gra- Granite Xhaka has somehow turned into like more of an attacking type player with an eye for goal and like an emotional leader. So I'm going to never, I never, well, he's always had, but he's always had an eye for goal, but his position has changed. His position and the way he's playing is much more attacking based and much more forward based. Yes. That's what I mean. Not in terms of, he's always had a wicked shot and an eye for goal, but now it's actually the way he's supposed to be playing. I think it's because party is sort of filling in that role in the back more. And also their defense is very capable right now with Gabriel Mm -hmm. and like literally anyone that you put in that defense, like, holy shit, they're looking really good, especially with Ramsdale at the back. I'm just sitting here impressed with Arsenal to God knows what degree, like the fact that they, they smack Spurs. Like, like uh-huh. let, let, let's not put it like any any other way. I woke they, up for this game and I regret it. They smack Spurs and completely deserve to get a win. I mean, they, 65-35 possession. <sighs> and of course, like, but but like Spurs is known for like playing that counterattacking style. Yeah, they tried to do that and fucking didn't they, work. It went nowhere. It went but nowhere. Only, so the biggest upside for Spurs. Harry Kane scores, becomes the highest scorer ever in a North London Derby. Huge for Harry Kane. 
becomes Ooh. the first player in the Premier League to score 100 away goals. Huge for Harry Kane. Harry Kane's career for me has been a bunch of individual accolades on a team that can't get it done. Yep. It's just unfortunate. And I mean, Arsenal, Arsenal have, I feel like on their way back to becoming the Arsenal that. Let, let, like let's it, not even, let's not even because fucking it, it's scary. The way that it, they have transformed this side, like, once Arteta took over for Wenger, I was like, really? Arteta did not take over for Wenger. No, but like, like that's what I mean. Like, there was like the intermittent and then like Arteta. Yeah. Like, the intermittent, whoever, like, I, I don't really care. But the fact that like Arteta well, is like. I think there's been a few managers in between. Yeah. Arteta is pulling it back to the way that Wenger was, oh, okay. though. That's what you mean. Okay. Yeah. Like, like I, I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, like, like there was no one in between Arteta and Wenger because there were, but it's because Arteta was like, good evening. Poor city. Um, I just, I had to throw in the good evening because Unai Emery was there. Yeah, exactly. And he was great. I loved that. I actually loved when, <laughs> when he was the coach for Arsenal. <laughs> That was amazing. Did you love when he beat you in the Europa League final? Bro, so Europa League, you think I give a shit? I mean, it's the most recent trophy you've won. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. Cool. I think we won the FA Cup, actually. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, a little while ago. <laughs> no. I'm just still... Uh, I could I could rant about the Trent thing forever. I know you're still upset about that, but I'm, Arsenal I'm, look I'm, legit. I'm a salty bitch. Like Spurs, despite their loss, I still think they're going places this season. Chelsea pulled out a win against Crystal Palace, and they didn't even seem like they should have. It was sort of fucking whatever. Dude, that Connor Gallagher winner was nuts. Yeah, yeah, nuts. They they shouldn't have won, but that goal made them win, and it was pool sitch with the assist. Yep. Oh, also, uh, um, this should have been mentioned, and this is gonna be like just a random point. We don't really need to go into detail about this. Wolves fired their manager. Oh yeah. Bruno Laga just got sacked. I mean, we we <laughs> we didn't even. Usually when there's a manager sacked, we kick off the show with that, but I Yeah, it sort of just like it, it happened. It was just I'm gonna be honest, like it it's not gonna drastically change. Yeah, you know, also the like high key forests suck. They were good. They were good in the championship last year, but forests suck. No no, they were they were good. Like the first like game of the season. I mean, yeah, they're one one win, one draw, six losses. They lost 4-0 to Leicester today. Yeah, I know. That's Leicester's first win, and Leicester dicked the fuck out of them. Did you see James Madison's free kick? Yeah. Um, I don't even, like, oh my goodness, Leicester dominated Forest. Newcastle's still on their run, but... I think that's going to wrap up our Premier League talk. And I think we're going to do a quick little... Quick little conversation about predictions, but not... Yeah. 
not really like predicting major matches. Um, crazy enough, the highest profile match in terms of the table this week, because the highest profile match in terms of clubs is Arsenal and Liverpool. Yeah. But the highest profile match in terms of the table is Spurs and Brighton. Yeah. Which is comical. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. This season has definitely been one of the more interesting seasons in general. I definitely think Brighton has been one of these teams who have been on a run and a fucking half. Like, bro, what are Brighton on right now? And like, they just what? switched managers and they like, still played their asses off. Like, bro, I'm... what drugs are they on? Because I need it. Like, adrenaline. I need, yeah. Lots I need, of it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they have lines at practice or something and like they, they just like boost their adrenaline by having like real like circus animals like chase them or something. But like. He, these boys really playing right now. Oh, you said lions. I thought you said something else. What do you think oh, I said? I'll I'll tell I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but no. Right. Um, if we're looking at the games for this coming week, we'll touch upon um very just, few. Just two. Um, I mean, we talked about Brighton Spurs. I mean, hopefully, Man U beats Everton. <laughs> no, I, that'd, that'd that that's laughable. in the past. That, that's in the past. Like, previously, I would actually, like, have a genuine concern. Like, but we're fine. Um, Brighton Spurs, I think that's going to be a great game. But I think Spurs will clap back. Um, personally, I'm expecting a goal from at, from Sun and Kane. Um, and then we'll I'm see how that goes. Right now, Martinelli is going to make Trent's life hell. Yeah, and then I was going to say... um. West Ham's going to lose to Fulham just for shits. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I mean, I, I could I, see it. Fulham are eighth in the table. West Ham are 15th. Exactly. West Ham are abysmal this season. Like, like, everyone's, what is, like, what is this season? Declan Rice isn't even, like, playing well at all. Hopefully his value drops and goes to Man U or something. Nah. But he's English, just, so, like... Look, if y'all think... This is going to be the last thing I really got because I'm still salty. No, 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 no. Let's finish predictions real quick. In terms of Arsenal, Liverpool, like, I, I'm going to take Arsenal and then, like, yeah. Oh, also, unrelated, the graphic I put up, I messed up some scores, so I'm going to get them all <laughs> properly and I'm going to have a real better graphic up this week, you know? Um, But if you guys think I'm a salty motherfucker today... If the same shit happens to Trent on Sunday. Just just so you know, I'm going to hear all of this before you guys do, and it will be the funniest thing I have probably ever heard. Hearing like, Brian get salty about Liverpool is one of my favorite things in the world. Because I'm sitting here as a man you supporter <laughs> being like, yo, I've hated my life for year in and year out. Like Liverpool, like, yeah, you've hated your life for a decent bit of time. Like, don't get me yeah. wrong. Like, I, I've seen the shits patches. of Liverpool. I've seen the shits. Mm-hmm. But you won a Champions League and, like, have been on and one as of recently. Yeah, you've been on one as of recently. I, yeah, I mean, I just, like... 
So so I, I just it's love some, hearing Brian decision. bitch about the some, smallest little things. But but they are very massive things. They are some small of the things. decision making that just gets me. But I, you know what? I'm I'm just well, hopefully Southgate's gone and Trent actually moves into the midfield there. Klopp will put him into the midfield. And Klopp maybe doesn't we'll... want to put him in the midfield, Carl. Shut the fuck up. If he goes in the midfield in England, he goes into the midfield in Liverpool. All right. Much love. Peace. We'll catch you guys next week. Hopefully I'm not mad. Adios. <laughs>